1: See them. We'll read them. Then we'll give you answers. You know it. I've got it. I've got the answer. The answer. You ask me. Are you in it? Have you noticed that like no one is at the helm of any ship? Like nothing is working. I got a Volvo Which is like low key, a very expensive car, even though it's not like quote unquote, like it's not like a Mercedes or BMW, but like spent a lot of money on this car and it I got a lemon and like it was in the shop for 21 days because they had to order a part from Ukraine. And I was like, oh, I'm sure they'll get right on that. And the GPS just- Yeah, they have
0: nothing better. They gave me the
1: car back. I get it home. It's like check for maintenance. I'm like, you motherfuckers couldn't do this while it was at your shop for a month Then the GPS goes out and you're contacting the dealership like, hey, can someone who's in charge of my lease get a hold of me? I DM'd Volvo, nothing. We ordered something for the backyard. These guys go to install it. They're like, oh, they sent us the wrong parts. And then they finally come back today. They're like, oh, did you hire an electrician? You need an electrician. Like nobody is paying attention. And it's just in America, if you buy something, you're the fucking asshole. And social media is now just a front to look like humans run your company, but it's really just like one guy in a warehouse. Like you're so dumb for buying anything now.
0: Yes. Okay. So I, as someone who runs the social media for a company for multiple <laughs> arms of it, <laughs> I, the I will opposite. say, uh-huh. as the, I will, the DMs, yes, I will get back to you, but it takes a while because I'm. it's like 15 different accounts. There's like one DM on each account. And most people with problems are full of it. And yeah. there are legitimate problems, but they're so lost amongst people that are like, there was the tiniest, tiniest scuff on the package that USPS sent. Like, you need to call USPS on my behalf and tell... And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, so it does I get hear lost. You. Now, that is not an excuse. That is why whenever I am reaching out to a company about a problem, I will... DM and I will send an email via support and I will never do that form. I don't trust one of those forms where it says put your info, pick something from the drop down. I'd always rather email like info at whatever. So it's it's <laughs> I get it. Yeah, I will get a response back to people, but I it's certainly not. The priority in the way that it used to be. I think probably five years ago on social media, if you tweeted something, you DM somebody, they were like, right away, yes, ma'am, please don't tweet something bad about us. Right, it's because too many people have a microphone
1: and too many people are illegitimate. This has nothing to do with like a check mark or anything, but it's like too many people are fucking idiots. Too many people aren't paying attention. And it just, like, why do I have to check in eight times for a pediatrician visit? I'm going to the gynecologist. They've had me... Here's how dumb this is. They had me check in multiple times online and then they send me texts to be like, here's what's to, here's what to expect. I'm like, I expect to go to the gynecologist. Like, I don't need a rundown. I live, I've been to the doctor, I've had a baby. And then they send you an email, like, please check in again. And when I go to check in, they're like, check in on incomplete because we need to verify your phone number. And I'm like, the phone number that you texted me with? Give them the phone number, they're like, we'll send you a code, and they don't send it. So you can't check in. And you're just like, why are we doing this? I'm also just so over. I, you know, I reposted my bit about Karen's recently because I'm just so mm-hmm. over not being able to be upset about anything. And I've noticed, and women should notice this too, there is, when it comes to like hyper right wing women hating conservatives, there's like a playbook, and you'll notice you always get called the same things. So like, there's this like conservative playbook where like if you ever complain, it's like you're an, they call you an entitled brat or they'll call you like uppity or they'll say that you're spoiled. And I've noticed, I don't get it a ton, but I've noticed a couple of times in my life and then you start to get nervous. You're like, oh my God, am I coming across like that? And it's like, no, it's something that men say to women when they feel a sense of self to like put you back in your place. And I almost believed it about myself. But there's nothing entitled. You're not entitled. You are entitled to the things that you've worked for. Somewhere along the way, we've decided that if a woman gets irritated when she paid for something with money that she earned, she should still just shut up. That's my issue with the Karen thing. Because it's moved past a race thing. And by the way, like, you can find anyone of any race acting like a fucking nightmare on candid camera. So... But it's more that it has become this way of men being like, oh, she didn't love the bad service she got. You're not allowed to complain about anything. And uh, I think people just, they find it unpalatable that a woman would ever be like annoyed that something was late or not on time, but it's okay when men are.
0: Yeah. Annoyance in a woman is not attractive. So nobody's interested. Now that I'm just
1: annoyed and I've got to go to the doctor, which has no parking. Went to the movie theater last night, no parking. Like, everything is just shitty, and you live in L.A., and, like, you convince yourself, like, look at this, I'm living in this great place. No, it's fucking Thunderdome. Everywhere you go, everything's a nightmare. The fact that I have to ask my assistant to drive me just so I don't have a mental breakdown, finding parking which is not validated by your doctor...
0: What did you see at the movies?
1: I saw The Banshees of Inna and I feel really snobby about it. And I went without knowing anything about it because Noah wanted to go. And it was very cool. I don't recommend Mm -hmm. it if you don't like dark comedy because it's so funny. And then in one scene, it switches over to the darkest and you're like, what did I watch?
0: Yeah, but it was great. Okay, good. Yeah, I felt very pretentious the day I went double featured tar and uh, triangle of sadness. Yeah. (laughs) Colin Farrell is phenomenal. He's so good. Not to be confused with Colin
1: Firth. Very different movie. One's like Wobbly Sex Bits and (laughs) Pride and
0: Prejudice and then the other is this. All right, let's get to your questions because I know you got them. Hello, Eliza and Emily. I'm 28 and have been thinking a lot about turning 30. I am not worried about getting older, but I tend to get hung up on meeting benchmarks and getting through checklists of things I want to do, how much money I should have invested and what I want to have accomplished. Intellectually, I know everyone accomplishes things at their own pace, but the overachiever in me wants to make sure I'm thinking about where I am in my life and pushing myself out of my comfort zone. What's something you both think everyone should have done by 30? And is there something you regret not doing by then?
1: I think we are too obsessed with benchmarkers of 30 and 40. And I think a lot of this comes from movies and it's a little antiquated because 40 doesn't look like it used to. 50 doesn't look like it used to. I think the only thing I would say by 30 is perhaps have set up like some sort of Roth IRA or some sort of like easy lift savings account. And like, it's more about like getting things out of the way that require more energy and less demand for quality. Like get your backpacky youth hostel travel out of the way. Because in your 20s, you're like, I'll just eat some ramen and sleep on a floor and see Paris, As you get older, your back needs more support. So getting that stuff, because you just, it's not about like it's never that you're too old. You just get more tired, you know,
0: more tireder. Yeah. I think also benchmarks for people in the last 10 years are so much different than people before that. You know, probably boomers had houses by now because houses were a dollar, just a very different world. But yeah, get a financial advisor if you're worried about your investments. Get a professional, have professionals. You know what? No professionals. Have a plumber, have a contractor. Get working on that stuff. That stuff is useful.
1: Yeah. So that and eye cream, skincare, sunscreen, like now is when you want to like really start investing. Like your 20s, they give you all the collagen. That's great. And your 30s are going to be great. But like now is when you start to commit to those routines of like using a retinol or using like special eye cream flossing, like taking care of your teeth, neck stretches. Like this is when all the maintenance begins so that you can enjoy your 30s and 40s and all the way into your 50s and then die quietly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, 30, it doesn't matter. It's fine. 30 is so fucking young, unless you live in the
1: Midwest, in which case you should be a grandma by now. But like, make these more personal things instead of anything else. Mm. It's not that you can't be married at 30, but like, you don't want that. Now, now, is the, invest, now is the time to start really investing in yourself now that you're done partying like a total lunatic. You can still party. That's what i I'm busy. I do think there's something to be said for ordering something of quality and every once in a while getting a nice package in the mail with a product that you're going to own for a long time. Let me tell you about & Branch's signature sheets because they're the perfect way to start upgrading your sleep, your room, the look of your room, because they're designed to feel incredible for all sleepers. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton. These sheets feel buttery soft, yet super breathable, and they're perfect for warmer summer months ahead. We have a house that we go to in the summer and I got all Bolin Branch sheets for the beds because we're having a lot of guests this year and I want them to feel like they're at a nice bed and breakfast that they didn't have to pay for. Bolin Branch sheets are free from toxins like synthetic pesticides, formaldehyde. I bet you didn't know that was in your sheets. And their signature sheets come in 14 versatile colors and they come in sizes from twin all the way up to California king. And Bolin Branch has a 30 night worry-free guarantee, which means you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them for any reason, you can send them right back with free returns on all U.S. orders. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Go to bowlandbranch.com slash Eliza for 15% off your first sheet set, plus free shipping. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D branch.com slash Eliza for 15% off. Exclusions apply. See site for details.
0: Hey guys, my name is Morgan and I'm 28. They're all 28 today. I have an uncle who always calls me Megan. He's called me Megan my whole life. At this point, it's really just funny. When I was a kid, I was super shy and didn't want to say anything. At this point, it truly doesn't bother me at all. I really don't care, lol. I'm not close with this uncle, but I see him enough that he should know better. My mom knows he does this, and his wife, my mom's sister, knows this too. And yet, no one has ever said anything. My mom thinks it's pretty funny, but I'm really not sure why my aunt has never said anything. At this point, I feel like it would be weird and embarrassing to correct him about. It's been 28 years, lol. The three of them are going to come visit me this weekend. I know he's gonna call me Megan when I first see him do I correct him or do I just let this weird joke continue something's going on (laughs) I mean does he have a weird accent and he's saying Morgan but it sounds like Megan I mean what does he write in a card has he ever written you a card yeah that's a good way to
1: identify it like play a game where, like let's write down each other's names can your (laughs) can the wife can you ask her to be like to ask him I, I feel like, why are you worried about... Yeah. It's so funny. You're so worried about embarrassing him because we're also afraid of, like, the fragility of men's egos. Like, this man has been saying your name wrong. Like, don't you think he wants to say it right? If it really... But it does bother you because you wouldn't be saying anything if it didn't. And I think it, like, weirdly comes down to respect. I think someone should say, like, you know her name is Megan, right? And if he's like, that's just our joke, then that's fine. But I do think it bothers you. I think it bothers you that you don't know why he does it. Or you could say to him, be like, when did that joke start? And he'll be like, what joke? Like, where you called me Megan. And then he'll be like, isn't your name Megan? Or like, my name is Morgan. And then give him a chance to recover. But something weird is
0: going on. That's a really interesting approach, actually. That's pretty good. Because yeah, I if I'm just seeing someone once and they say the wrong name, I kind of ignore it. But then it it does get very uncomfortable past that.
1: God, the worst is when you say someone's name wrong that you know like my Pilates instructor oh. is Alicia and the other day, and I've known her for almost a year now. And the other day I was introducing her and I called her Alicia. I'm like, why would I do that? That looks like I never knew your name. <laughs> it's forgivable, but it is, uh, people always mess up my name. Elisa, Eliza. So, so sorry. So sorry. Like you got to give them a little bit of space, but that's so bizarre. So bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's very Yeah, but ask, ask someone to help you out with that. Ask the wife to be like, you know, it's really Megan, right, honey?
0: Morgan. Morgan. <laughs> Morgan. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I just corrected you. Yeah. So she's all set. Okay. This question is from Peyton Nil. Hey, Eliza, nothing makes me happier than when you have an opinion that I agree with. Why does everything have to be a subscription model now? I am hearing about online will and trust companies trying to sell me subscriptions, graphic design companies selling subscriptions, and today I heard about a furniture and home goods brand offering furniture subscriptions. It drives me nuts that everyone is trying to do what Netflix did and make themselves a subscription or membership and surprised me with charges and stuff I only needed once. Yeah. Please validate me that we need to take a chill pill, chill on every business in the world trying to be a subscription or membership. Thank you. Yeah, there were... They do the subscription thing because,
1: yes, they're hoping you'll forget. They're hoping it's too difficult to forget. Um, And that's how they make their money. Like, is you forgetting or you not using the bulk of things and they just keep charging you and then you call a company and they put you on hold forever. Um, It's just easier. And it is annoying because nobody needs this much of anything. Subscription boxes, subscription. I mean, some things, like there are some personal maintenance ones that make sense. But I've found with the bulk of subscription things, you end up just like stockpiling stuff because you can't use it fast enough. Uh, and it probably yeah. has to do with like bulk ordering and buying and it saves money to do it that way, but you're just not using that much. So yeah, it's uh, people not caring about the planet and hoping that you'll just be lazy and they can make passive income off of you drowning in subscriptions. I agree with it.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely a trick. People always forget and you do get so much. I signed up for a Chewy subscription for cat food because they were like, oh, you save on the shipping. But then I was like, no, this is too much cat food already. I misjudged and canceled it.
1: Yeah. Um. And and God, everything's just so, they make returning difficult. They make phone calls difficult. It's all by design. They're like, they make it really easy to sign up and then they get your data, which is everywhere now. Um. I told you about this the other day. We went to a restaurant and they asked for our phone number. And I was like, but you're seating Hmm. us right now. She's like, and they, like, it's always, did I say this on this podcast? It's always some like cool girl that's like, it's just in case you like leave something. I'm like, well, then that's on me. Like what restaurant is dying to call you because you left your hat? Yeah. Everything is about getting your data, but it's so weird because it's like quasi nefarious, but really it's just your data so they can target ads to you later. Like, so someone can try to sell you boots in the future. Abstain, deflect, give someone else's email. And most of it's trash. Most things people are selling you are trash. Most things are just cheap plastic with like a little bit of makeup. It's the Mm must-have lip gloss subscription. It's an advent calendar for your combs. You can have a different comb every day (laughs) made of chocolate and then you can send it. It's all compostable, but only in a commercial facility, which your city doesn't have.
0: (laughs) Hey, fam, Christmas gift question. My husband is wanting to buy something expensive, almost $1,000, for himself that he would order before Christmas. Should I consider that his Christmas that his Christmas present and tell him such or still get him something? This comes both from me always stressing to find him something he will actually use and wants as he is super difficult to shop for. Everything I find he would use is easily over $200. So can the thing he is buying for himself be his Christmas present or nah? Thanks, Emily. And Eliza, too. Laughy why, face. Why did Emily go first? Wait, this is your husband? I couldn't I think hear the beginning. I, they know I'm reading it. Yes. So husband wants to buy something for himself that's almost $1,000 out of, I'm guessing, like, their kind of shared funds. So she's like, can that just be his gift or do I have to get him something that's $200 in addition?
1: I don't know. I, I mean, I think it's like you don't want to give frivolous gifts. And if that takes a chunk out of your finances and you guys are splitting it, that's still $500 that you'd be giving. Is it his money? Is it your money? It seems like that should be his gift unless he has a ton of money. Like I buy myself stuff all the time. The point of the gift is the thought that goes into it. But you also don't want to get him crap he doesn't need. But I think that can be his can gift. You- do you think?
0: Can you get him an accessory for that gift? Like if it's, let's say it's like a PlayStation, you get him an extra controller or a game or a PS Plus subscription. What if
1: it's not though? I mean- What if it's it's just like a piece of luggage and she gets him a charm?
0: Yeah, I I will say, I mean, the only experience I have with this is my parents will be, my dad will be like, hey, I'm getting a new beer brewer. That's my Christmas gift this year. And my mom will be like, okay, I want you to get me this specific like quartz gem or whatever. So it's already a discussion between them.
1: $1,000. Like, are you the kind of couple where like, that's not a huge deal? Sounds like it's enough of a deal. Yeah. So then then the answer is yes. If you have to ask, that could be your contribution is that you get it together and that's his gift. I don't think. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. Wow. Really zipping through, really solving some burning questions
0: here. Zipping through them today. (laughs) We have an update.
1: Red Hot Update.
0: From (laughs) the episode Moratorium on the Treats. And this is an older update. The question that I asked a couple months ago about our neighbor feeding our dogs copious amounts of treats oh, and yeah. the dog's subsequent barking and begging. Coincidentally, we did have plans to install a new fence, which did end up being installed. That has helped tremendously. The neighbors just happened to be out of a town for an extended trip before we could talk to them and while the fence was installed. When they returned, they made a joke about it when we saw them out front. We joked back that our lab was getting a little thick, then explained the real reason for the fence installation, which was to provide extra privacy. They were super nice, and occasionally we see them out front on our home from walks, and they were happy to provide some pets. Everyone is happy. Thanks again for the weekly entertainment sage advice, Bailey and Scout's mom. Okay, of course the dog's name is Bailey,
1: and I'm sorry, that was really sweet, but like the least interesting update we're you asking for what? updates like, in the end, she did commit homicide. In the end, it turns out my dad was my mother. And this, the people that finally took the time to update us are like, in the end, everything was okay. No one's feelings were hurt. And my dog is healthy. <laughs> we're like, all's well that ends well. Well, it's not a, that's yeah, been downgraded. All the updates
0: are, are happy. Yeah. It's well, not to a, it, to
1: what? To a tepid update. It's not red hot. Or does it go <laughs> higher? Really? Is it seething, scathing, searing? Not seething searing hot update seething turns out honestly the best policy and we just did whatever the fuck we wanted and everyone nobody cared if they ever gave our fat (laughs) dog a treat again well kisses to Bailey on the num nums
0: we need more updates folks that's the currency all the other updates are happy look if somebody has something devastating please bump it in the thread that you're on with me on Instagram on Ask
1: yeah if it's a red hot update put like a little flame emoji and like that fiery meatball comet emoji (laughs)
0: <laughs> okay, so we have a question. Then they say, AITA, it's a good one from a listener. So I was cleaning at a client's house and I noticed there was a young boy throwing rocks at a duck who had three little babies with her. And I watched him do this for, I don't know, five minutes until I just couldn't take it anymore. And I went outside to ask him why he was throwing rocks at a duck. The young boy of a reply was, he didn't know why. So I told him to grow the fuck up and we don't hurt or attack things that cannot defend themselves. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have even said anything to the kid if it weren't for the babies. Mm. So the kid walked away to his house, and as I was taking out some garbage, I noticed his big old buff dad standing around outside, just kind of looking. And I knew then that he was about to come give me the It's on talk. LOL. Five minutes go by and both parents knock on the front door of the client's house. I knew it was them, so I answered the door and explained what had happened. And they continue to tell me that they have a good Christian son who goes to an all-Christian school and that they are trying to set a good example for him. So they had a problem with my swearing. I said, the only reason I said something was because he was throwing rocks at the duck who had babies with it. The mother interjected saying that they have fun watching their— son throw things towards wildlife to see if their dogs can catch it? That truly blew my mind that they found entertainment of out of literally terrorizing a helpless animal, but yet they are setting an example for their good Christian son, ha. Huh? They then continued to bless me over and over again telling me, bless you, bless you, like I was some sort of sin because they Could probably tell that I wasn't a boy. Happens to me all the time, unfortunately, up here in rural Minnesota. So am I the asshole for interjecting when I saw a little asshole throwing rocks at the duck with babies? I do own up to the fact that maybe I shouldn't have said the fuck word, but I would put a good bet that the kids definitely heard that before from his drunk-ass parents. So Eliza, A-I-T-A, here's a little context. I manage the cleaning business. I'm 30 years old. And to the average ignorant person, I look like a 17-year-old boy. Thank you. Um, I mean, yeah, so
1: maybe you're not... uh, That's like a... I think you're thinking that because maybe you're you're a girl, but you look like a boy. Is that right? Are you thinking this is like a queer hate thing? Let's remove... I mean, I'm sure that was fueled by it. However, I will tell you, two wrongs don't make a right. And you did phrase it like... You shouldn't harm things that can't defend themselves. That little five-year-old boy can't defend himself, which is why he went and got his parents. And I know that you're annoyed at that. I always get nervous around kids and animals. Like even a little kid walking their dog because they don't know their own strength.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cursing at the kid made you fat. Like that was that was your mistake because otherwise your argument's infallible. And so the parents will hang on to that. Like the fact that now this like, I don't know if you're gay, we'll just say queer person cursed at their kid. Like then they feel even more righteous indignation. I don't know why you cursed at the kid. It's not the biggest deal, but it is that they're gonna, now that's all they're gonna say. And so I think it was on you. You weren't the asshole to tell him to stop because it takes a village, but there was no reason to curse at him like that. Because that's all they're going to take away from it.
0: Yeah, it's tough because I can see the ha- what happened was you were waiting there, not saying anything, not saying anything, being yeah. matter and matter, and then you blew up. And you it's like up. if you had said something five minutes earlier, it would have been calmer. Also, and there would have been less. Let me say this: the ducks.
1: They're like our kid throws things. I mean, maybe they're misusing certain verbs, but like there's tosses toward versus throws at. So there's the version where the kid throws like a little stuffed toy at his dog and the dog fetches it. So he thinks, okay, I'll throw whatever's near at the duck.
0: Oh, I interpret it as he throws things towards animals to signal for his dog to go eat the animal. That was my interpretation, which might be the craziest one. These people sound
1: awful for even bringing up the Christianity thing, which I'm sorry, in 2022, to me, never feels like a plus, but- (laughs) You you let it you let that anger get the better of you, and so nobody looked good. But these people seem like monsters. Um, so yeah, you're not the asshole, but you're not totally right. In the right, way, you in the way you did it. Ducks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, sweetheart, let's not throw rocks. That way, when the parents came over, you could say, "I just said not to throw rocks at the duck. She's with her babies. That's dangerous." And then, if they yeah. wanted to get holy and bless you and all that weird shit, you could just be like, "Wow, you guys are total nuts." But you know. It's tough dealing with other yeah. people's kids is tough. Tell, and you're yeah. always wrong if you're the other person or parent. Somehow, how you tell a kid to do something, you know, it takes good parents to be like, yeah, we got to talk to him about that. But these people are obviously monsters raising a monster. And you yeah. got it, and some ducks are going to get eaten if you're raising a monster, a uh-huh. good Christian monster. It's no secret that fast fashion and the demand for fashion in general is helping to wreck our planet. While introducing Newly, Newly is a subscription clothing rental service for just $98 a month. You get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. And they have fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. I gifted Newly to a friend whose daughter works in an office where you have to be presentable. And it's trendy. She gets to try out stuff. She always looks fresh at work. She always looks cute. And when she's done with it, which we usually are after wearing something for a while, she can send it right back. Newly is a great
0: A-I-T-A on A-I-A. This is one you are uniquely positioned to weigh in on, okay? Yeah, I'm ready. T A-I- A for making a post about my daughter's favorite celebrity being rude to us. My daughter and I were recently on vacation. We spent the day in an area that's known to have a lot of rich and famous people. And towards the end of the day, we saw one of my daughter's favorite celebrities. We'll call her A walking out of a store. My daughter ran to the store, but when she got near A, she was stopped by A's security. They said that A is there with her daughter for her daughter's birthday and wants to focus on her daughter. Yeah. My daughter was very upset because she's been a fan of A for a very long time. does so She matter. tried again for a picture but was turned away. My daughter was crushed, so later that night I made a post talking about my experience with A. How she wouldn't let anyone go near her and her daughter, the fact that her security was rude, and her not being willing to stop for a couple seconds for a picture. Mm-hmm. I understand it's her daughter's birthday, but a one-minute interaction with a fan isn't going to ruin her day. And if it does, that girl needs to learn that the world Ew. doesn't revolve around her. No, you need the to post- learn
1: that the world doesn't
0: revolve around you. The post ended up getting a lot of attention, and a lot of people actually said my daughter and I were being entitled yes. for expecting A to interrupt her daughter's birthday. So ever, for everyone that wants a picture, my husband also saw the post and said he couldn't believe that I would bash her for trying to spend the day with Thank her daughter. You. I'm not trying to bash her for spending the day with her yes, daughter, you are. but she wouldn't be where she is without her fans, so I think she at least owes it to them to take a picture. Oh, my God. AITA for making the post about A. I'm dying to know what celebrity (laughs)
1: this is. I'm wondering if I heard about it. You are the asshole, and here's why. Yes, this person would be nowhere without their fans, but you don't owe every minute of your free time to these fans, okay? And- What sucks is nobody cares about all the times that she did stop to take a picture when she had no makeup on, when she was tired, when she had her heart broken, when she was feeling sick. All you care about is that your daughter wasn't getting that picture, not respecting boundaries or the fact that that woman is also a mother. In addition to that, if she stops and asks for a picture with you, someone else will see that. Then they'll want a picture. And then this little girl will remember she might just seeing her mom taking pictures during her birthday. You are Mm -hmm. entitled, you are allowed to experience the world as a celebrity and she has that security literally because of people like you.
0: The daughter went running over. Who
1: cares? And also don't run toward anyone that's famous. It's a threat. But also like that, whoever it is, I don't know if it's an actress or a singer, they don't owe you anything. Like you are, it's a one-way interaction. Actually, it's a two-way in that, like, they give you art, you give them money. But, like, they don't owe you anything beyond their art. She's not a professional greeter. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. And the, the tough thing is the one minute for one person becomes 30 minutes that's for what I'm everybody who sees you taking a picture. That's the, that's the part that I think nobody thinks about. And, like, some
1: people blow— I, Can you—do you get a sense of what celebrity
0: this is? no, I'm gonna have to look it up later because I'm very intrigued because it sounds like this person wrote in this AITA on Reddit because they were ripped apart so hard on their Facebook and then now they really still took that and go, no, I don't think I did anything wrong and brought it to a second forum and are being ripped apart on Reddit.
1: Yeah, for sure. You're teaching your daughter that when you want something from someone, that's all that matters. You're not respecting her. The fact that she was there with her daughter also... Like what makes your daughter's desire to get a fucking blurry picture for your Facebook more important than that mm-hmm. other little girl having a nice birthday with her mom? And by the way, like, yeah, when you're a celebrity, you have the money to like rent out something or have a private party, but like you shouldn't have to live in a bubble. Like your kid wants some yeah. normalcy. This is not about her. This is about the kids. So this woman is a monster. And I never say this, but I will. A Karen. Karen. You're fucking Karen. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> uh, give us a red hot update about what celebrity that is too. Would yeah, love to that's know. very. I know it wasn't yeah. me. So.
0: No, it wasn't. Moving
1: on.
0: <laughs> okay, we're going to do one Thanksgiving one, all right? To oh, prep the people tomorrow. I for love it. Tomorrow. I love it. Happy Thanksgiving. A- <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. Happy. ITA okay. For bailing on Thanksgiving because I'm sick of hearing what a failure I am. Oh, jeez. I, 28 male, come from a family where everyone joins the Marines. Most of the males in my family join straight out of high school and make it their career and their entire personalities. I joined straight out of high school, did my time, and did not re-enlist. Instead, I went to school and got a good job at a hospital that supports my wife and I. I'm happy with my life, but whenever I see my family, they always like to talk about how I gave up on the military for an easy life and how my cousins made it through and are still in. Since it's November, every Thanksgiving has to have a Marine birthday cake and leads to comments about me not acknowledging that it's the Marine's birthday on Facebook. Just dumb stuff that doesn't even matter. I've told them over and over that that it's fine for my cousins, but they're also deployed a lot and never see their families, and I like coming home to my wife every day. One of my cousins is 21, married to the first girl who spoke to him, and now has a one-year-old. This is who they compare me to because I'm 28 with no kids. That's fine if that's what he wants, but not for me. I told my mom this year my wife and I are going to stay home and do our own Thanksgiving. She's upset and calling me immature, saying they're just kidding and I'm too sensitive, but I'm sick of getting put down every holiday and family get-together for choosing a different life path than them. (sighs) Oh, that's it? That's it. It's, it's...
1: I guess it's kind of like, you're not the asshole and it's weird. Like when people are shitty, but they're like, but we really want to hang out with you. I mean, they must love you because it's not like you're the only entertainment. Yeah, I guess you're not the asshole if you ask them repeatedly to stop. Also being almost a decade older than someone. How, but I guess the other cousin went in at 17 or 18. So this has only been going Mm. on for like four years or 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 five years.
0: Right, so he could choose to leave and not re-enlist as well, the the golden child, 21-year-old. It's shitty because you've asked them to stop and there's no reason to make you feel bad and like,
1: I'm sorry, that's like not your path. Like, yeah, you're not the asshole. Maybe you give it a break one year and they can just kick each other in the dick. You're
0: not the asshole. You're not the asshole. No, no. But I think this is also a good question because I think at Thanksgiving, there's probably a lot of people that are like, I don't want to go be with my family. That's just going to rip me a new one. Like, stay home. Yeah, it's it's
1: the lesser of the twin holidays coming up this time of year. So save it all. Well, then the question is: if you don't go for Thanksgiving, are they just going to save it all up for Christmas and be double awful? <laughs> like you open the door, like, you son of a bitch, and they just go At right. At least for, for
0: this it. guy, there won't be a marine birthday in December for this guy. That he can you imagine going to someone and being like, "I saw you didn't post on Facebook about this." I think that's so disgusting. I'm noticing
1: a lot of people's lives revolve around Facebook posts. Folks, we're, we're, we're moving into more complicated Web3 experiences, okay? <laughs> if your life revolves around Facebook, you're either in the Midwest, you gotta, you gotta level up, okay? You gotta level up. Yeah. A lot of fake news. <laughs> Meta didn't work. Okay. Let's move on.
0: No, but you, they have legs now, so we're supposed to go back in there. No, I'm not, I don't want to live there. I don't want to look at these posts. I don't want to see anything. <laughs> Okay, back into, back into uh, your listeners. Okay. Hey, AIA crew, I adore you both so much and look forward each week to the podcast. Surprise, I have a wedding question. <laughs> My old friends from university are getting married in July 2023 and invited me to their wedding. I haven't seen them or talked to them except the occasional interaction through social media here and there in about two years. I'm getting married next summer too, and I'm wondering because they invited me to theirs, do I need to invite them back to mine? They won't know anyone else at the wedding, but the girl and I used to be inseparable a few years back. We grew apart from moving three hours away from each other after high school, after school ended. Otherwise, I would imagine we would still be quite close. I used to imagine her in my bridal party, but she would now just be a guest. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Thanks. In advance, a much love from Ontario K. Okay. She is your. Uh, you were invited to their wedding in twenty
1: twenty three, July of twenty twenty three, right?
0: Uh, of twenty twenty three, and this person's wedding is going to be July of twenty twenty
1: three, right? That's what I just said. Why would you repeat it like that?
0: Because I'm. So they're not. This person's wedding isn't in the same month as theirs. No, the person. Hold on. No. You were
1: invited to be in your ex university friend's wedding, and her wedding is July of 2023,
0: right? I believe our person's wedding is in July of 2023. Other person's is in an indeterminate month. No, that matters.
1: So, but but their wedding is before yours. Come on, okay, yes, okay.
0: I'm sorry. The friend is July 2023. Yeah, that's why I said. And I'm getting married. You did. I was wrong. And I'm getting married in 2023, Um, next summer. So
1: they're both getting married in the summer of 2023. Yes. I, I don't know that you'll even have time to go, but let's say you do. I think you don't have to invite yet because you could always say we're doing, I mean, I don't know your budget. You could always say we're doing a smaller service. It can always be I'm doing, you know, friends and family only. Decide what kind of wedding. And if you have an extra ticket, great, but you don't need to feel obligated. You just don't. Mm. That's it. Don't, I know, I know you will, but you don't. Yeah. That's it. Chances are you're going to go on in life not being as close to this girl as you were. So it's great that she wanted you there and it is okay. And you can always just be like, yeah, we didn't have the budget. She, she should understand that.
0: Yeah. I think there are so many different obligations you have in a wedding to either like coworkers, associate, family, friends, you know, whatever. You have to draw a line somewhere. And I think that this girl will understand. Now, maybe if her wedding is before yours and you go <laughs> and it's a blast, it's so good. You You invite her to yours.
1: In my house right now we have my assistant, Myrna, the baby, three guys installing a shade thing outside, two lawnmower guys. <laughs> and I thought the cleaner was coming and Tian Fu is just losing her mind in every room. And so we are in my office, like like fucking Nazis are coming in, like with the lights off quietly. <laughs>
0: Jesus! You said how many, so many people are in your house and you mentioned the baby. What's the baby working on? She's working on making a poo. Next question. And the electrician (laughs) is here. Oh boy. Hi there. Big fan of the podcast and your comedy. Saw you in San Luis Obispo last year. Great show. SLO. Sorry. Sorry. So annoying. I have been friends with this guy for a few months. And we hang out a lot with the same group of friends. I know he was romantically interested in me when we first met, but I started dating someone soon after, so he backed off, and we remained friends. I recently became single, and I think this friend is still into me. He's really attractive, and I've developed a bit of a crush on him. I don't think I want to date him because I don't see myself in a long-term relationship with him, and I don't want to break up to make things uncomfortable in our friend group, especially if it meant I'd have to stop hanging out with them. Also, lately I've been wondering if a friends with benefits situation would work with him while I Mm. date other people. Oh, Jesus. I had a FWB once before back in college. It was pretty good while it lasted, then— We ended up dating. He asked me out. I would have been fine staying friends with benefits. I like to think I'd be able to keep my boundaries and not get too emotionally attached to this friend if we started sleeping together, but I'm worried things could get messy in that situation and also make things awkward in the friend group. I do not, I do want a long-term relationship, just not with this man right now, and I miss having sex. Should I even consider the FWP option with him or just try to get over my crush? Any tips for getting over a crush? Thank you.
1: I guess I just feel like you're a little all over the place because you can't, You think you don't want a long-term relationship with him. I wonder why you're saying that. Uh, Because in a second, you're like, I don't want a long-term relationship, but I do, just not with him, but I do want to have sex. There are other people to have sex with and you might want to consider his feelings, like he might really like you. Yeah. I also wonder, like, how do you know it's not him? Like, do you know something about him that we don't know? Like Like a red flag about his personality? I think what would make it messy is doing friends with benefits because someone will get their heart broken. Someone will get upset. Mm -hmm. So don't think if I just sleep with you, it will be okay. I think you're also trying to control this a little too much. Mm -hmm. Like, why do you also, why do you have a crush on this person that you don't want to be in a relationship with? Do you just want to have sex with them?
0: (laughs) Yeah. And having sex with him is messy. Sorry. Yeah, that's going to be messy
1: you're like he's good looking he's sweet he likes me but I like him but just not enough for the future I wouldn't I wouldn't I would also Uh -uh. explore why you have this crush and I think you have this crush just because you know he likes you so just be don't be a dick be sensitive to his feelings yeah yeah don't have sex with him that's the messier part because people can break up and be amicable but once you've had sex you've had that sex I don't know. Especially
0: when you know he likes you.
1: Yeah, there's something that, that would be mean, you know? Because um, mm-hmm. he'll be like, yeah, we could just have sex, great. And then like, what if you like him and he breaks up with you? Then you'll be bitter and you'll be annoyed that you that you went through all that. It just seems very messy and it seems like there's other people you can you can do this with. So just, I would uh-huh. stay away unless you want to blow the whole thing open and you're willing to admit that you won't be friends with these people in five years anyway, but who knows?
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know? Hi, Eliza. This is small Hi, community. Emily. Small community
1: revolving around a polytechnical school.
0: Okay. <laughs> Hi, Eliza and Emily. You gals are my favorite podcasters. Thanks for keeping me entertained throughout the day. Please come to Georgia. Context. I am the oldest of three girls, and I've always been the mediator when it comes to my mom and us. Now that we are older, my mom acts like we are besties and can talk shit about my other two sisters. I always try to say something to her about how I don't appreciate the gossip and it makes me uncomfortable when she does start. The biggest thing she talks about is my middle sister, we will call her Elle, is getting engaged to a great guy. He's going into the Air Force, so she isn't thrilled about that and thinks my sister deserves better. She doesn't want to invite him to family dinners, Christmas, anything. Ew. Elle just ignores her to the point our mom calls me wanting to know if I've talked to her and where she is, what she's doing, who she's with. Mind you, she's in her own house paying her own bills, and our mom doesn't need to know where she is 24-7. I'm at a loss. of what to say to her about leaving me out of it. I have my own life, three kids and a husband. I don't have time to gossip constantly. What's your take on this? P.S. It's a lot more. And she will also talks about our baby sister as well. So it's never ending. Thanks.
1: Well, you should, you can be sure that if she's talking about them, she's talking about you. And some people just have this, you know, I can't say that I'm not guilty of this. I think it's just a function of being a human. I don't think men do it as much. There's something I think she misses you guys. I'm guessing, and like this is her way of staying involved. You don't know her anything. She is your mom. I do think it's worth saying to her straight up, like I don't want to hear about. Like straight up saying, you kind of only say negative things about L, and she doesn't talk to you because you're you blatantly exclude the man that's going to be your husband, and you kind of only say negative things and you need to take it up with her. And I think if you keep reinforcing, like you've got to take it up with L, and just keep like saying like, I don't want, like when you say I don't want to hear it, you have to be like, and I have to go. Like you can't be like, but now I'll listen. Like you have to teach her how to treat you guys. It sounds yeah. like she just feels like she misses you and it's manifesting itself in a negative way.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd be curious if you just shut her down in the way that Eliza, you always suggest, like when she says these mean things about your sister, be like, why are you, why are are you saying L this? to me? Yeah, you know that El and I are very close.
1: Like, what is it? Like, is there something you want to say to her? Why don't you call her? Like, just kind mm-hmm. of keep putting it back on her, but hopefully she'll respect that boundary. Um, yeah. It sounds like your mom is bored, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. That's why people talk shit because there's nothing else going on. Unlike me, I talk shit for sport and I've got a lot going on,
0: um, <laughs> but I'm a rare breed. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. All right. We, <laughs> we have another AITA from a fan and they I love that they said AITA on AIA, insert sound. So the sound doesn't go here. It only goes on the other one, but thank you. This I like it. Yeah. Okay. You made your own sound. This happened about a month ago, but I'm literally still thinking about it. I purchased a glass of wine at a wine garden, and my total was $12.10. I gave the woman $13 in cash. After taking my money, she closed the register and started serving the next person. I said, can I have my change, please? And she said, you really want the (gasps) $0.90? I explained that I pay with cash places so I can get quarters to use for my laundry. She rolled her eyes and said she would need to go to the back to get quarters. I totally folded and said, no, it's okay because there was a long line that I didn't want to hold up. I totally regret not being persistent about getting my change. Am I the asshole for wanting my 90 cents and being annoyed that she didn't give me my change? Thanks. And then, wait, an important P.S. Yeah. I quoted your book in a research paper I'm doing for grad school about societal expectations on women. Love your book in the pot. Have fun in Iceland. Oh my God, I love That's that.
1: cool. Um... I guess, I guess my thought is, were you not going to tip this person? Like, were you not going to tip the bartender? It doesn't, but I mean, she should be with a one. You're both, well, that's the thing. Well, but it doesn't sound like you tipped her. You're both wrong. It's not on her to take her tip that she was wrong to do that. You were not the asshole, but you should have. No. You need to tip. That's the agreement when you're purchasing drinks. And- Had you said to her, here's a dollar, can I have that 90 cents? I guarantee she would have had it. She did not need to go to the back. But that's not only wrong, but illegal. Like she can't just keep your change. It sucks that it was such a menial amount because it makes you feel like Scrooge, but like that's not okay to do.
0: No, and I'm sick of places that give you the thing for a tip. Mm. When you walk up, you place an order. Then you have to walk back up to get it. Nobody brings it to you. It's like I, I will still tip, but I, I'm i always a little like, all right.
1: You know, I'm turning or becoming our parents, but TIP, my dad always says this. TIP is an acronym. It stands for To Ensure Prompt Service. That's TIPs. So my issue mm. is let me tip you once you've done something uh, good or over and above uh, above and beyond instead of supplementing your income because your employer won 't give you health care, so the customer right. the cost just gets passed on now i 'm willing to pay overage because you know you 're willing to pay for this markup because that 's what goods and services are, but this thing where I order a cup of drip coffee, you turn around an iPad and the tipping starts at thirty percent. Mm -hmm. this coffee was already expensive. Like this should be on your employer. Also like not every, this is a part-time job. You know, you work at a coffee shop for four hours in the morning. Like, especially, I don't know. It just, I know I'm the asshole for saying that, but it makes me just not want to purchase things. And it makes me not want to tip because it already is so expensive, especially starting at that. They're hoping if they start with 30%, you'll think it says 15 and just click that. And that's duplicitous. And this person was wrong. It's just wrong. You just can't keep people's money. And that's not your problem that they don't have change ready. She lied though. They did have it.
0: Well, this is the same as a subscription service. She I'm sure she keeps the change every time. And most of the time people feel too awkward to ask for it back. Yes. That's shitty. But she's
1: playing the game. While her brain still works because she has no health insurance. So she's playing the game. But no, you're not the asshole. Just so uncomfortable. (sighs) Yeah. I hear that at all. No, none of it. (laughs) Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: Okay, top of the cob. Thank God.
1: It's the top of the cob. We're doing it right every day. You just take a bite, top of the cob. Just say one thing real quick. Yeah. In the movie, in Banshees of Inisherin, um, (laughs) there's this part. I'm not gonna give away too much, but. So this guy's like, it's this like serious, like really heavy moment in the film and the guy picks up his dog and he's just kind of swaying and singing to the dog. And Noah leans over and he goes, that's you. And what's funny is that I was also thinking, (laughs) that's me. And he happened to say it to
0: me. You have to sing to your animals. (laughs) He really understands you. He knows.
1: He knows. He knows how important she is to me. And I've been, all right, top of the cob, bottom of the (laughs) cob.
0: I just want to say, I've been trying
1: lately to make her feel more special because I think she sometimes I get insecure about how much I show my appreciation or, and I just want her to know that she's, I always think of it like Blanche was like my high school sweetheart and we got our PhDs together and she was brilliant. And then she died. And my younger Asian wife is Tian Fu, who I don't love in the same way as your mom, but she does make me happy and I love her in a different way. Yeah. Okay. you're like, totally, totally normal. Uh, My <laughs> bottom of the cob is that, Um, And Emily, I'm I'm taking a page from your book. There are too many previews before the movie starts. Yes. 30 minutes. It's exhausting and it like fucks with the runtime. Like when it says starts at 7.15, I'm like, that's not the movie though. And you can never quite gauge what your runtime is. So it's got to be the runtime starts from when they start playing the movie. But that doesn't help me in terms of planning my evening. Too many, you're too exhausted. Too exhausted.
0: Yeah. And then you see the same ones and it's annoying and they're all the same. Well, and, um, you
1: have a you have like a platinum inner circle pass. I know you do. You get the free soda <laughs> and the upgrades. I am
0: a I'm a Stubbs member, yes. Yeah. Uh a VIP Stubbs member at AMC, correct?
1: ABC, VIP, you.
0: <laughs> My bottom is on thing. I'm gonna have to work like Thanksgiving and Black Christmas, like not Black Friday, not a lot, but just like Black Christmas. I just have so much to do the next couple of days. I won't be able to schedule it out. Like I have to kind of post live because of some of the clients that we have where I'm just like... So important. Ugh. Like no one's no one's asking me to, but also it like has to happen, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. I won't even get the praise for for doing it, but it just is like, I can't not... I don't know. It's it's just no, it's a weird in-between space.
1: You know, there's all this talk about not quiet quitting, but like people doing less, but you're just not wired that way. Like you're just not wired to not care And you know that if you don't do it, it'll be even fucking worse come Monday. So I hear you. I get it. Whatever weird, like, Russian version of Peter and the Elves to DVD you need to post about, (laughs) it's got to get done. I hear you. I hear you. I'm the same way. You're like, if I don't do it. But the truth is, it's very easy for you. So, and also Thanksgiving is like whatever. So I wish we had talked more about Thanksgiving, but... I guess at 39, I'm kind of <laughs> over it. My top. But th- also
0: you're there. like not supposed to, kind of. So it's just like, it's a, t- or I would have themed this episode, but people don't want to like celebrate. It's, it's it's a tough middle place where I was like, we don't even need to get into it.
1: I was talking with one of my friends who's like really overly woke in a way that like it is, she like actually does the work, like takes all mm-hmm. of the anti-racist communications classes at work and is a queer woman married to a brown queer woman and they have a baby Mm -hmm. and the baby speaks Spanish and Michelle does all of it, that being said. And like really, but like when you talk about like liberals, like if I say, oh, liberals, I get annoyed, she gets offended because she's like, that's me you're talking about even though I'm a liberal person. So that being said, she was saying how she really doesn't like Thanksgiving and what it represents and I was like, this feels very like I'm 20 years old. I just found out about what we did to the Native Americans and now I'm making a stand. And I was like, the holiday doesn't have to be about pilgrims and Indians. It can be about just being thankful to be with your family. Like a lot of things we celebrate, like Christmas was partially pagan, but we don't think about that as much or even Jesus Christ for a lot of people. So just make it a time that you sit with your family. You don't have to think about pilgrims and murdering Native Americans, indigenous peoples, The fact that we all said Indian for a very long time and now we don't. And I was like, dude, it could just be about your family. Anyways, the point is just because something is marketed as one thing doesn't mean you need to make it about that. That being said, we will not be doing a Christmas tree in my home ever because it's a bridge too far. Okay. And I also will tell you, well, I was talking (laughs) with a friend, I was talking with someone who is black and they were like, why don't you just have the tree? And I was like, well, because we're Jewish. And they're like, yeah, but what about Christmas morning? And I was like, well, I never had it growing up. And they were like, why don't you just have a tree? And I was trying to explain it. And I just said, you know how when you're black, everything is made for white people? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, that's how I feel as a Jew. Everything is for Christians. And it's always like, just do our thing. And it's like, well, some of it, but sometimes some things you just kind of like, I can't. So I love Christmas. I love Christmas trees. I want to decorate your Christmas tree. I just can't have one in my house, but I will put up some lights and a little bit of holly. (laughs) So I'll just...
0: (laughs) And you have your fakes now? Not this year. I will
1: gerrymander my religious ethics to fit whatever my Judeo-Christian version of the holidays is. And now on to my top of the cob, which is we did a kitchen purge, like a reorganization. We have to baby-proof the kitchen, so we had to reorganize some drawers. We purged our whole kitchen, which led me to purge the whole office as well as two closets. And... Because you're just gifted, even as like a minor league celebrity, you're just gifted so many things and you end up keeping a lot of things because you don't want to throw it out. But the truth is, I just have too much stuff. So I've been gift, re-gifting a lot of things, not re-gifting, but gifting forward a lot of things in my life that are either brand new or used once and donating a lot of things. And it felt great. Like the kitchen metaphysically feels lighter now that we have yeah. 800 less- <laughs> water bottles and mugs. Um, nothing gets thrown out though. A lot of stuff's going to family. I suggest, I know in the in the spring, in the Jewish religion before Passover, you're supposed to like clean out your whole kitchen, clean out the house. The word is chametz, which I haven't used since I was like in the fifth grade. But it's like just sort of getting, cleaning up the house and getting rid of stuff. And it's not about Passover, but in the spring, you know, we do like spring cleaning. So after the winter, you've hibernated, you've got your skin everywhere, you clean up. But I think doing a pre-winter, like late fall pre-winter cleanse so you can go into the winter season with less stuff is like my new favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So we did a little house purge and it felt great. If anybody needs a rhombus shaped couch cushion that I had custom made for my last house that fits nowhere, it will be (laughs) on my curb.
0: (laughs) My top of the cob is I offered for Thanksgiving to make a fun drink. So I Googled things and I narrowed down. I got all the ingredients and I'm going to be bringing my parents pecan pie martinis. Oh. And I ordered martini glasses and I ordered the uh, the garnishes and a shaker. And I'm going to be the little bartender and make a fun little drink. That is
1: adorable. I'm glad you're getting into alcohol. I too am doing a fun Thanksgiving cocktail. And I'm just going to say yours sounds awful. But I hope it's (laughs) delicious. And we're doing a a Prosecco cranberry something. Folks, happy Thanksgiving in the most non-Puritanical Judeo-Christian way and in the most holistic, loving, more love on earth. Just enjoy your family while we can. Please don't overcook. Please think of ways to save food this holiday season and and I I follow a lot of like reuse, reduce, recycle accounts and you know we got through COVID and it's nice to finally get to see our families again so happy Thanksgiving in the wokest, most least offensive way gobble gobble